0: Let me me... Graham Young was born in northwest London in 1947. His mother died when he was just a few months old, and he and his sister were separated and shuffled around to extended family members until his father eventually remarried. During this time, Young had grown close to his aunt and uncle, who basically stepped into a parental role, and he was reluctant to leave them. Although he did, along with his sister, return to live with his father and his new stepmother, and he seemed to do okay. He did well in school, and he seemed bright enough but from a young age he was a bit odd he was very solitary and had from the moment he learned to read it seemed been fascinated with murder, specifically poisonings. Really, Jung was just really into poison in general. He amassed a very solid academic knowledge of toxicology and chemistry as well as forensics, and by the time he was a young teenager, convinced the local chemist to give him digitalis and arsenic for the purpose of study. Or so he wanted him to think. Jung was, by all accounts, more than a chemistry nerd. He'd matured into a fairly disconcerting character, extolling the virtues of misunderstood Hitler and attempting to sacrifice the neighborhood cats in a series of occult rituals. Once he actually got his hands on poison, however, he was able to do what he had long desired to do, which was experiment with poisoning people. In early 1961, members of Young's family began to get sick, and even at times Young himself began to show symptoms. His father initially accused him of unsafe lab practices regarding the chemistry set he had, but Young was insistent that he had not been careless. Even when his sister was confirmed to have been poisoned with belladonna, no one seemed to put the pieces of the puzzle together. His stepmother continued to get ill, and she finally collapsed in the garden right before Young, in fact, uh, and was rushed to the hospital upon discovery by Young's father. When she died, they said that she had had a prolapsed spinal bone and any further inquiry was halted because Young had suggested that she be cremated. In fact, Young had of course been poisoning her and she died after he had switched to a stronger poison in order to speed up the process. Shortly after his father then nearly died from what was revealed to be antimony poisoning. Still, he didn't want to admit that his son could have been behind it. It was actually Young's high school chemistry teacher who was the one to finally point because Young had left his poisons and poisoning texts in his school desk, which of course his teacher had discovered. At this time he was taken into police custody. It was 1962, a little over a year after he began experimenting with poisoning on his family and at least one classmate as it turns out. He explained that he had done this by putting the poisons into his victims teacups. This may have been how Young had poisoned himself on occasion, although it's never been clear whether he just mistakenly took a poisoned teacup and then fell ill or if he intentionally poisoned himself either for the purpose of experimentation or to avoid detection. At 14, Young became the youngest patient to be committed to the Broadmoor Psychiatric Hospital since 1885. He was to stay a minimum of 15 years, during which time several poisonings or attempted poisonings occurred. In the summer of 1970, less than 10 years into his sentence, Young was somehow deemed cured of his poisoning thing and was released. Upon his release, he announced to the nurses that he now planned to kill one person for every year that he had spent in Broadmoor. He was released in spite of that statement. Now into his early 20s, Young had greater means and knowledge since he had continued to covertly study toxicology while in Broadmoor to return to his poisonings. He went to live with his sister, who had presumably forgiven him for poisoning her, got a job at a photography supply company, and began to stockpile. Neighbors, patrons, and co-workers began to fall ill, a number of them dying, in the year following Young's release from Broadmoor. By the time nearly 70 employees had developed symptoms, the on-site physician was baffled, but assured them that it was probably nothing to do with safety regulations because everybody seemed to be doing their job adequately, and that whatever it was, it would probably just resolve itself. Young's frustration with the doctor's ignorance forced him to stand up and ask why the doctor had not considered thallium poisoning since thallium was a chemical readily available for photo processing and would cause the symptoms that people had been experiencing of course this was very bizarre and the doctor was quite startled by young's intense knowledge not just of poisonings but a heavy metal poisoning that was basically totally undocumented and there was no sort of precedent for at the time. So he called the police. And in fact, the investigation revealed that yes, it had been thallium poisoning. and It was actually the first ever recorded deliberate poisoning with the heavy metal. And Young's history was then quickly brought to light and it was painfully obvious what had occurred. Of course, he loved all the media attention that his trial received, though he did think that the teacup poisoner was kind of a silly name for a serial killer. He was given four life sentences, but beyond that, the jury also urged the government to reassess how easy it was to buy poison and apparently how easy it was to get out of Broadmoor. Young died in prison at the age of 42 of heart failure, though many have speculated that either he had been poisoned by other inmates Or that maybe, in the end, he went for one more final experiment and poisoned himself.